At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Hour number three, fourth quarter in the desert. By the Suns leading Mavericks. End of two periods in Edmonton, North Code, the Bulls. Oilers, minus 160 for the Oilers. That one. I missed the wagon on that one. What can I get Dallas to win outright at right? Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking, dude. Yeah, they only got to win one game in Phoenix. And then whole court in Dallas. Stop letting Cameron Payne win. Nah, this game's over. Though, man. Hope Phoenix wins by 40. Complacent. Nah. Not Two. this Phoenix team. What does Luca have now? At 32. The last check when he had 31. Gotcha. Pocket pick by, by JaVale McGee. Oh, anyone in Doctor. Oh, man. JaVale McGee just pocketed, and Larry Fitzgerald's happy. Yeah. Uh, I think Larry Fitzgerald's kid keeps soaking up Oh, yeah, that's my guy. Great dude. JaVale McGee just pickpocketed Luca. Luca and then went coast to coast and threw down a dunk. That is, uh, what, three-time world champion JaVale McGee? I don't know why he can't ever, like, he plays such a great role for the championship team, and then they don't re-sign him. Think about the impact he had with Golden State, the impact with the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. You mean to tell me JaVale McGee couldn't help the Lakers this year? Well, there's a reason that he plays for good teams. Phoenix went to the championship last year, best team in the NBA this year, and they've got him in a a key role here. I'm going to use moves, Dallas. So, uh, well, here you go, Sean. Little, uh, oh my God! <laughs> Got him! Got him! And just goes down. He gives a little head uh. fake and throws down a dunk. <laughs> oh man! If you had told me, by the way, because Javale McGee was part of the big move in Washington with a bunch of him. Who was it? Uh, Andre Blotch and Nick Young. That was the big three of Washington. Not good. And if you had told me this guy would win three titles and uh, and be a, a key, key component, contributor yes. to all yes. these teams, I'd be like, get out of here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not about it. Multiple times. And, think how far and gold medalist. He was on Team USA. Think how far he's come from when he was with, with the Nuggets and used to be. I feel like Shaq and the Fool started because of JaVale McGee. 
before the Nuggets. He was traded to the Nuggets for uh, yeah. um oh man, why am I forgetting his name? Bill Nene. Right. How'd that work out for you guys? Wizards? Has is, is Washington been good at anything? I mean, outside of a random uh, World Series? Outside of the World Series in 2019. Yeah, I outside Cup, of a random. And the Stanley Cup in 2018. I don't know. I mean, in the last five years, you know, two championships. What else you got there? Hey, that's cute. So, let's do I want to do That's it. cute. I'm, I'm good at math here. Okay. Listen, that's cute. Rays, zero. Nationals, one. Uh-huh. That's World Series. All right. But see, you said 2018, 2019. See, Tampa has had two Stanley Cups and a Super Bowl champion in the last two years. One of those Stanley Cups is a bubble. That doesn't count. Well, you can, well then the, the Lakers championship with LeBron doesn't count. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I'm talking about D.C. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just using your words. I mean, if I'm ever just, there was a, a championship that has an asterisk, it's the bubble in basketball. Why is the bubble in hockey different than the bubble in basketball? Because it's they played just without fans. Like, the bubble gave them, like, a two-month break in the middle of the season when all the Lakers were hurt. The same thing happened in hockey, Sean. Nah, nobody was hurt for the Lightning. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were Gucci. We need a break right now. I think this is when <laughs> the NHL playoffs. Oh, my God. So we can regroup. We look looked that. awful just, tonight. We I the bad news punched bears. a hole in your whole argument. Your we team. Your team. Won the bubble hockey title, and that was the, the Nationals were so good in nineteen. None of the guys wanted to stay. They all left. Yeah, they all stayed. Twenty twenty, they just didn't want to stay. Oh, my buddy left. What's that? My buddy left. Oh, uh, let's put the Phillies now. No, he left before that. Oh, see, I got rid of him and won it. I'm not, I, mean, I guarantee I'm not an expert on Washington pro sports. I just never felt like I needed to follow, you know, an area that doesn't really produce a lot of championships. I mean, two. In, in yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a real years. drought before that. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Caps beat your lightning in that playoff series. They did. I All remember right. that clearly. Um, St. Louis now up 4 nothing. Uh, earlier tonight, Toronto 5 nothing win over Tampa Bay. Just a reminder, Sean. Uh, Carolina beat Boston 5-1. Miami beating Philadelphia without Joel Embiid. Uh, What a great performance from from James Harden, really stepping up in the uh, absence. Uh, 16 points, 5 turnovers, 5 assists uh, for James Harden there. He was saving it. Yeah. Tobias Harris, though, 27. But the Heat take care of business. They win 106-92. Bam Adebayo back, 24 points, 12 rebounds as the Heat. 1-0 1-0 series lead. Joel Embiid will not play in game two either. Uh, and uh, we'll see if he can uh, come back with that orbital bone fracture. Mask. I want to bring up a point. We're talking about you know drafts we like and drafts we don't. And I was going to make a bet over the weekend, and then the odds shifted on me without getting over. There was a Sean King moment. I didn't have money in this particular yeah, app. I know, right? I didn't get down on it. I think Philadelphia, the Eagles, are absolutely live. Laugh, but you've already stated that Dallas is going under their win total. So who's going to win it? Washington? New York? Somebody has to win the division. So I started to laugh, and then I stopped because I thought it was ludicrous because you said the Eagles are going to win, and I thought you were going to say the conference or the whole thing. But then when you said division, that's why I ceased. Because, again, just like last year, that division is going to be terrible. Right. And I would actually 
the that Eagles, Washington will fly back. Why? I think Carson, Carson Wentz? Yeah. In a low-pressure situation like he's going to be in, is starved for any kind of, like, spectacular quarterback play. He's going to have a lot more good weeks than bad weeks in Washington. I just look at this offense and so make the trade for A.J. Brown. On the surface, what did you make of the A.J. Brown acquisition? I thought it was great for Philly. I mean, their whole situation revolves around Jalen. Do they allow Jalen to, to spread his wings and play in an actual pro offense, or do they continue to run this little hybrid version that really limits you know, his development in, in a lot of ways, in I look my at opinion? The, I look at the playmakers that Philadelphia has. They have one, one establishment, A.J. Brown. Smith. He's, still, he's talented. A.J. Brown. Jalen Rager seems like he's trending he's towards more talent than production bust, so far, uh, but we'll see. Dallas Goddard at the tight end position, mm, solid. Miles Sanders at the running back he's position. Okay, he's heard a lot. So I, I look at the pieces that they have, and defensively, I really love the acquisition of Jordan Davis. Straight up to get ahead of Baltimore at thirteen and one. And Jordan Davis, I think, is. But that's fine because yeah. you still have Fletcher Cox there. A rotation. He doesn't. He's not an every-down guy. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm I just, just trying. This is a, this is I'm a, projecting Philadelphia to win a, the division. I probably like Washington more. Philadelphia was a playoff team last year. If Washington is happy. And they've it's healthy. Better. They're actually pretty salty. I mean, Antonio Gibson's better than any back Philly has. An every-down back? No, but that's why they have a kid that went to Buffalo. Changed his mind. Kissick. Yeah, yeah, they got Kissick right there, too. Now look at what Washington's draft. Get, uh, Washington's draft to me was. He's gonna get the tight end back. He was hurt second half of the season. Yeah, but he's not gonna be ready to start the season. Terry McLaurin. Yeah. You uh, like I don't, Jahan, I you don't like Dotson. Like, I don't love Jahan Dotson, but I mean he's better than not having something there. But I just I I think he struggles in the NFL. Jahan Dotson. Yes. I just think that body type, that lack of physicality, he's not gonna get to run unembedded like he did on all of his highlights at Penn State. I felt like outside of Sam Howell and the kid I didn't from, think they had a good draft. And the kid from uh, – I didn't like their draft at all. Who was, where's Percy Butler from? He's an AAV. No, no, no. He went to Louisiana. Outside he's a safety, of, right? Yeah, and he's a special teams ace. I love Sam Howell. Other than that, I didn't like their draft. I thought they reached on a lot. They reached on Brian Rock. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Third round. I just don't like he's not really explosive. They reached on Mathis in the second round. Yeah, for Darian, yeah. I didn't like their draft. I so, didn't. So for me, I look at I like it what the, I really like what the Eagles did on draft. 
I thought the Dallas Cowboys with uh, the kid from Tulsa, I thought that was a reach, too. Yeah. Huge. Is he coming in and starting right away? And then the Giants are in rebuild mode. They got Julio Jones. I like their draft. I liked Tavon at five, and I liked uh, yeah, I just, Evan Neal. I would have gone Aquanu at five. I know Carolina's not taking a DN. Thibodeau would have been there at seven. Good point. I thought they took the less talented of the two top offensive linemen by taking Thibodeau. Oh, Thibodeau, yeah. Yeah, and allowing Carolina to get Aquanu. So we'll see. I mean, I don't understand why you get rid of or trying to get rid of Kadarius Tony to replace him with. Was it Wandell, uh, the kid from Kentucky? On that. Yeah, you know, so I, overall, I didn't love their draft. Yeah, I like, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's okay. Five and seven was solid, but I, I just I look around. I mean, why would you take Neil over Aquanu? Carolina was not taking Thibodeau. Right. right. Looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers. As you cover, Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCasts wherever you get your podcasts. You know, I cracked the code, Sean. The reason you like Washington is you know Carson Wentz is going to fail and that Sam Howe will be the starter by week four. Storyline works. <laughs> Storyline works. See, I would wait. The not thing bet is, it now. The thing is, Taylor Heineke's still there, too. Yeah, he's going to be third string. But they're going to have to keep him off the practice squad If I was someone's going to want to smack him up. I'd probably move Heineke. I think they'll feel comfortable after the uh, offseason portion of the program to go ahead and move on from Taylor. Uh, do you see similarities with the two games? Both are pretty good runners. No. I mean, Howell's a better arm. No. Really? Yeah. Sam Howell's probably one of the better deep ball throwers I've seen. No, I'm saying, but the way that they can utilize their legs. Toughness. Star bet. I take the Eagles, you take Washington. Bets aren't going to, like, pay off until... <laughs> Well, the that la- one, we won't know about that one until probably November. <laughs> the, the last one you took worked out At quite least well. I know September 3rd. Malik- I'll, I'll, get the, I'll get a check. Yeah. I'm telling you. Can, had, were we able to find University of South Florida football winter? They haven't come out yet. All right, I'm going to text. I'm home. telling you, if that number's under five. Uh, I'm going to see what. We'll go get an advance on the rest of our salary for the year. We'll just go no. put it all on that. I've already done the guarantee. No, on I was a year early. I was a year yeah, early. Yeah, you were a year wrong. Listen, man. COVID helped them so much, you have no idea. They have their entire offensive line back for extra. Like some of the guys are sixth year. Most of them is definitely their fifth. They've all played. The only reason is because they get the COVID year. I'm just telling you, they're going to be pretty good. I got. I, gotta, I, I just put out a, something. I You're like gonna, an injured so professional gonna, athlete. You want so you, second opinions and stuff. You're going to double down. Instead of going with the team doctors. By the way, we're going to talk to uh, your former teammate. He's a power play, by the way. Bertrand Berry here. Yeah, man. BB's my guy. 
Talking about a good dude. Well, he's a good dude. Play defensive end for us on the uh, Cardinals team. Where do you go to college? Why would I ask you where he went? To Notre Dame. That's right. He went to Notre Dame. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He went to Notre Dame. Uh, I couldn't remember. We're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk some Cardinals with him uh, here in just a moment. So the big news coming out today, man, it has been a horrendous offseason for the Arizona Cardinals and the Hollywood Brown trade. I guess makes a little more sense now. DeAndre, no, it DeAndre Hopkins suspended the first six games of the season, Chuck, violating the NFL's performance enhancement drug policy. That according to was according to ESPN and that's confirmed. So now you look at this Arizona team. Kind of been a tumultuous offseason with everything that's gone on with Kyler Murray, Sean. And now they trade away a first round pick for Hollywood Brown. Christian Kirk leaves via free agency and gets the bag from Jacksonville. Got Rondell Moore. I like Rondell Moore, but I could have A.J. Green for the first six weeks. How do you look at this Cardinals team? No, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, I'm sorry. For some reason, they re-signed A.J. Green. I'm not really sure about that one. Right now, it's A.J. Green, Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore. They lost James Conner, didn't they? Didn't he? Uh, not Conner, the, uh, the other guy went to Miami. Dolphins. Edmonds. Yeah, Chase Edmonds, yes. Chase Edmonds. Thank you, Aaron. Kid from Florida. Um, they drafted Trey McBride despite having Zach Ertz. Right. I like Trey McBride. Who they gave up a draft pick for. They have two tight ends. By the way, it's eight points. Um, but spread implications, by the way, right now. Phoenix was what? Uh, six. Oh, he missed it. Uh-oh. Back door. Back door. Here we come. Knocking here for uh for old Luca yeah, and company. Luca's still in the game. They didn't learn from uh, what oh. happened with Embiid. Oh, Ooh, Luca wants to cover. Luca's throwing down hammers. Like he went to the hole like he knew. He got 40 now. Pressure, guys. But do you? Looking at this Arizona team, we'll get more from They're not a real threat. I, they're, they're not a real threat, especially not in that division. Well, Seattle stinks. Yeah, but the two top dogs, I mean, they're still. San Francisco didn't lose anybody. They're, I mean, they're just getting, in theory, healthier, yeah. right? I mean, the Rams kind of shifted around a couple pieces, lost a couple, brought a couple in, so they're still good. I don't like Arizona, though. I thought last year was their window and the DeAndre Hopkins injury crushed them. Kyler Murray not continuing to develop at a level that his talent would signify should be occurring. I think stuck in a little rut now. I don't know how to say that. Starting the year with no Hopkins. Six weeks without DeAndre Hopkins. And I would imagine him coming back probably would depend Start. What do we got? Michael Thomas it? 
all the cool kids are doing. And I'm looking at Arizona's draft, and I'm not a big fan of Cameron Thomas. I just think he's still. I like Majay from Cincy. He's got he's to put good. on a little bit of weight. So their third round picks are Majay Sanders from Cincinnati. They yeah. have another pick. No, Cameron Thomas. Yeah, yeah, Cameron Thomas, the third round. Trey McBride. What do you think of Trey McBride? But you like Ertz. I like Ertz. I just felt like their first selection. Now, you could argue their first round pick was Hollywood Brown. There's but, I mean, where does Hollywood? Is Hollywood Brown a top 50 wide receiver? The fringe, right? It's not like they're bringing in, like, A.J. Brown. Now, A.J. Brown's a doo-doo. Think about this. Now, I know there was a fourth round pick attached to it. But A.J. Brown went for pick 18. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Brown went for pick 25. Right. You're telling me? Those two are separated by seven picks in the first round? Yeah, I don't think 23? so. 23? Oh, that's right. The Ra- Ravens then traded back. So they had 23 back to 25. Mm-hmm. I remember Hollywood dropping some balls last year. Just, I don't know. I mean, he's fast. He, he's got an elite gift. But when I'm thinking of, like, legit number one wide receivers, I got to go through a few names before I get to Hollywood. And without DeAndre Hopkins, obviously they knew the DeAndre Hopkins situation was coming. I mean, he's the number one guy, so he's going to get Jalen Ramsey. Kind of match up. Uh, 115-107, 47.3 seconds to go. Phoenix and Dallas. Spread uh, implications on the line. As this is a six-point spread. That's what it closed at. We need Edmonton to stop putting L.A. on the power play here for yeah, us. I know. Next time I look up, they're back on the power play. Uh, I also reached out to a friend of the program, Brad Powers. Um, he he makes BYU minus 13. He said. It doesn't matter what he makes them. I'm just telling you who's going to win that game. Um, this is too far away. We'll wait till it gets a little closer. I'm trying to tell you, man. I like my position. I know, because you cigar bet it, so obviously you feel strongly. <laughs> Who do you think knows... University of South Florida football team better. Me or Brad Powers? Uh, yeah. Just that specific team. We're not talking about college football as a whole. I don't know if you bet them over wins last year. Yeah, I was a little ahead of the curve. And you know what happened last year? The conference turned up tougher than it's ever been. I mean, it was a tough conference last year. You gotta be honest. It, was it wasn't? It's like, the, it's like the worst. Houston was 12-1. and one. Cincy was undefeated. They're both on the same side as USF. Navy was down. Come UCF on, was don't. down. UCF, they weren't great, but they weren't. They weren't, they weren't recent UCF. Memphis all. wasn't that good. But Cincy was. Houston wasn't that good. They were 12-1. One loss. They, they imploded second half against Texas Tech in the opener. They won every game. East they got Carolina to. went 5-3. and three. They're a good five and three. Oh, right? come on. You remember South Carolina went down there where they beat them by a point? Hey, South Carolina. Oh, the Dukes Mayo Bowl champions went to East Carolina and only won by a point. <laughs> Tulane, one and seven. Temple, one and seven. Temple won that conference a couple years ago. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. The ACC. USF beat them. <laughs> Their only conference win. All right, we'll keep talking about the suspension to DeAndre Hopkins next. Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool series. 
Take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon now to join the action. Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Oh! Buzzer. This three-pointer red implications as Phoenix not only wins, they get the cover. 121. <laughs> Never in doubt. 114. And uh, interestingly enough, as the Suns win down there in the Valley, they're right now and bring in Bertrand Berry, a former Arizona Cardinal, former teammate of yours, Sean. Yeah, man, my guy. So he comes on right now. Check out his podcast, Train and Goose, uh, and just a incredibly well-educated man. You know, went to a wonderful school, Northwest Indiana. I mean, best helmets in all of football. Man, that's an athletic school. Academics take a back seat there. <laughs> oh man, Bertrand, we appreciate you uh, jumping on the show. You can follow him at twi- on Twitter at btrain92. Um, it, it, I, the off season has been a tumultuous one to say the least for the Arizona Cardinals, and then the trade goes down draft night. Hollywood Brown is there on draft night as they trade away the twenty third pick uh, to acquire the former Ravens wide receiver, and now it <clears throat> seems to make a lot of sense. DeAndre Hopkins suspended six games you know what does this mean for the cardinals uh moving forward can they overcome this six-week absence of their top receiver well i think there's going to be a lot of adjustments and first of all thanks for having me on fellas and i think for deandre hopkins it's very disappointing to be a veteran to be so established in the league and and to have this situation come up at this stage in your career it, it, it just it's, it's just troubling. Like, you just have a lot of que- – I have so many questions uh, about this situation. But I do believe that bringing in a Hollywood Brown, uh, he's a guy that has had some inconsistencies in Baltimore. And he wanted out of Baltimore. He, he wanted to get away from his good friend, Lamar Jackson. And, and I, I hope it works. There, there was a lot of head scratching here in the Valley as to why you would get rid of the 23rd pick for Hollywood Brown. But – at this point, you know, it's done, and I think they've got to make the most of the situation, and they probably had a little bit of a heads-up as to what was going to happen with DeAndre. So, Bertrand, for me, it's the timeline that gives me pause. So, allegedly, this was a failed test in November, and they're just right. now announcing a suspension in May. Like, the right. timeline doesn't make a lot of sense. No, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but you think about how he had not really played since then. So, you know, DeAndre has been very productive while he's been here in the Valley, but there, there's always been that, that injury and availability issue that has has, has plagued him in, in his first couple of years here with the Arizona Cardinals. And we were definitely fortunate to have him, and, and obviously the, the deal with the Houston Texans a few years ago was uh, one of a uh, – the more lopsided trades that we've seen in, in a long time as far as what the Cardinals got in return for what they stole from the Houston Texans. But um, with DeAndre, it, it hasn't equaled a lot of playoff success, and that's ultimately what you want. So you have to start wondering, well, what are the what are the real returns of this? Yeah, it, it's, it's a great trade on paper, and, and Kyler Murray has a, a great 
weapon in DeAndre, but how often does he have access to that great weapon? That's going to be the question going forward. And already we see now for the start of the 22 season, he's not going to have that weapon for the first six games. And and you're right, Sean, the, the timing of it just seems so peculiar. Bertram Berry here on the Nightcap. You can follow him on Twitter at BTrain92. Also, his podcast is host of Train and Gross. Switching gears slightly. Okay. Kyler Murray, one of the Mm. nuances of the new NFL and how they apply the draft is first-round picks can get five-year deals where the team has the option on the back end. No longer do you get the – Sam Bradford, Matthew Stafford, absorbent deals given out to unproven rookies. Having said that, there seems to be quite a bit of distance between Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals as far as when this extension or if this extension is going to happen and for what amount. Can you give us an update on where the team is at with their young quarterback? They're in an impasse right now. I don't think there's been a lot of discussion back and forth with Steve Kime and, and- uh, Kyler Murray's representatives, I think they understand that at some point a deal is going to have to get done and, and better sooner than later for the Cardinals because the price is only going to go up. As, as uh, the great philosopher Fat Joe said, <laughs> yesterday's price ain't today's price. So <laughs> you got to you gotta figure they want to try to get this done and lock him up, but you know they still feel like the window is still there to maybe bring in some other pieces and, and, and kind of you know, finesse that that situation with Kyler if they can get another year out of it and bring in some other guys that can help them be competitive because you look at the the landscape of the NFC West. I mean, you've got the defending Super Bowl champions with the Rams. You've got the 49ers who were also in the NFC championship game. you got the Seahawks who, you know, they seem to be in rebuild mode, but who knows what they've got up their sleeve with Pete Carroll up there. The, this division remains one of the toughest in all of football, in my opinion. And uh, you have to be able to keep up with the Joneses, you know, so to speak, and, and make sure that you have enough requisite weapons to be able to compete uh, game in and game out in this division. So, Bertrand, in your opinion, is there a tipping point if the organization, because, I mean, realistically and contractually, they still have two more years remaining on Kyler's current deal. So it's not even like he's one year away from having to be franchised. And, of course, you hear the rumors. You hear the reasons that they're not engaging right now in talks at what is going to be, you know, his price point is because they still have some concerns, maybe about immaturity, you know, about intangibles, about sense of entitlement. What is Kyler prepared to do if the Cardinals, you know, take the stands? Listen, you got two years left. Show up. Let's work. I think he he has the leverage of I think he's willing to forego some of that money and and maybe not show up and and not have his services. That's a that's a chance that you take as a player. Uh, even when we were playing, that was really the only leverage that you had was to withhold your services. So I don't know how this is going to play out. To be honest with you, this has been something that I think both sides have have really handled it poorly. To be honest with you, and and I think. If both sides don't come away with a, a better understanding of how to do things, then I think they've missed the whole point. So uh, I'll be interested to see when and how this gets resolved because more than the money, this felt personal. This felt like there were real personal feelings involved and and, and, and pride and all these other uh, negative traits started to trickle in. And, and hopefully uh, – 
cooler heads will prevail and, and they can get back to the business of, of trying to win championships and, and getting as many productive players on the field as possible. And, and Kyler is definitely one of the more productive players for the Arizona Cardinals. So getting him signed long-term, I think is going to be a top priority until that day comes where he actually signs the dotted line. You know, it's so fascinating, uh, Bertrand, and I'm sitting here next to Tim I remember October of 2021, we did a couple segments on should we take Arizona to go undefeated? They were sitting there like <laughs> 7 or 8 and 0, oh, and now it's like, I mean, are they even a playoff team? So let's just assume for yeah. a second that there's some kind of agreement. <clears throat> With, with Kyler, whether it be we'll take care of you <laughs> at the end of the year, whether it's they get it done before the season. In your opinion, where is this Cardinals team as it pertains to this upcoming season? They're looking up at the Los Angeles Rams, obviously. Everybody else is. They're the defending Super Bowl champions. So until further notice, you, you're, you're not in a better situation than them. I look at the San Francisco 49ers. I think they're probably <laughs> looking up at them or at the very least looking them eye to eye. And they're definitely above the Seattle Seahawks presently constituted because they had a lot of losses and uh, you lose their, their quarterback on offense and their quarterback on defense, uh, longstanding veterans. You know, uh, it, it, it seems as if Seattle is, is in a distant fourth, but those top three teams, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't want to be the one trying to prognosticate who's going to finish where, but, I think you got the Rams clearly as as the top, and then you can pretty much flip a coin for San Fran and, and Arizona and, and really try to figure out how they, they fit in the pecking order of this division. You can follow him on Twitter at BTrain92. Stuff, Check out dog. the podcast Train and Gross. And uh, was a former teammate of yeah, Sean man. King. One right of the here. best teammates I've ever had. Hey, Bertrand, really appreciate it. Great stuff. Hey, I appreciate you having me on, fellas. You guys have a great one. All right, you too. Bertrand Berry, former Arizona Cardinal, former teammate. I got to decide what I'm going to do with the Cardinals and their win total. Under. It's a nightcap here on VSIN. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wrapping things up here on the nightcap, and, uh, you know, Sean tried to get in a bet on the Edmonton Oilers in-game, a little yeah. plus money. I did. Got on two bets of them, and now they're going to lose. No, nah, they got control of the puck. It's 4-3. to three. Kings just scored after the goalie. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, I don't know why he was out of the He was net. behind the yeah, net. That not make any Ugh, sense. Gross. And uh, now we've got Edmonton. Trying to tie this thing up. Four to three, under three minutes to Almost go. Almost had it. Um, wrapping things up on the night as both favorites win and cover. A little fortune there for uh, Phoenix backers who laid the six as a three at the buzzer off the back rim. 121-114, the final score there in game one of the Phoenix-Dallas series. Easy over if you played that. Under in the opener, Miami and Philadelphia. Miami pulling away from the Embiidless Sixers. That game went off 7.5, and, and Miami able to win by 14. So 1-0 leads for both Miami and Phoenix. 
And tomorrow, Memphis and Golden State, Boston and Milwaukee back in action uh, tomorrow. So uh, we'll get to that real quick. But <laughs> I just had a thought. So I don't know why it's popped in my head. Jordan Addison, he's the Bolitnikoff winner. Yeah. Uh, maybe a big reason why Kenny Pickett was a first-round pick. Great wide receiver. Uh-huh. Uh, expected to leave Pittsburgh. And all the rumors are that he's going to USC for this mega NIL deal. Nothing is official yet. I'm just waiting for Nick Saban to be like, hey, <laughs> hey Jordan, why don't you come down here and win a title yeah, with man, us? You saw what Jameson did. <laughs> Eli Ricks, Jameer Gibbs, Tyler Steen, Jermaine Burton, uh, Tyler Harrell. Nick Saban ain't messing around. They have five dudes from the transfer portal already, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see uh, where Jordan – get in there. Come on. Under two minutes to go, Kings trying to take a 1-0 lead in the NHL. So we have a bunch of games tomorrow night. We do. Um, NBA-wise. So you have a cigar bet with me, uh, and a uh, good start for you uh, with Boston. Come on. Uh, good start for you with Milwaukee, I beg your pardon, as they take game one. Impressive. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Performance. Uh, really not all that competitive at the end of the day. Boston laying four and a half tomorrow night with a total of 215 and a half. The first game going under, and Milwaukee not only covering, winning by double figures. Does Milwaukee I like take the, a 2-0 lead? I like the under in this. I think the under's the play. Okay. I can see a game where Boston kind of pulls away and Milwaukee sits some of the guys, you know, because they did what they had to – they did what they needed to do in Boston. Yep. Giannis was tremendous, a triple-double. This this looks like a 106-89 to, to 89 Boston win. Boston win. Yeah. Okay, you think Boston? Yeah, I think they bounce back and even it up. What about Memphis and Golden State? I have no clue about that series. <laughs> I don't. I have no clue about that series. I would agree. Like Clay's missing free throws. Like Morant's missing layups to win the game. I don't know what's going on in that series. That spread is two uh, at Westgate here in town. It's actually one and a half. Golden State still looks off a little bit. Like they're talented. They're super talented, but it still don't look like they're firing. Like, maybe it's just Clay. And, you know, it looked like he's not firing on Austin. Now, they got Poole and Curry to, you know, take some of the load off, but they still got guys like Otto Porter and Andrew Wiggins playing big minutes. Edmonton has gone empty net here, so we've got six on five to try to close this bad boy out. Can we get overtime, Sean? They got it behind the net. That's, that's a good oh, place to have it. Oh, boy. Yeah. I feel all right. Let's get the hockey pucks for Damas. Four games tomorrow, four series getting going. A couple 
big favorites uh, hitting the ice tomorrow as we have the Rangers against Pittsburgh. This is the closest spread of any game. Uh, Rangers minus 123 against Pittsburgh with a total of five and a half juice to the under. The only thing I think in that game is maybe lean to the under slightly, but that's about it. Um, my, my play of the day tomorrow, Puck Shadama's play of the day, and I'm going to give it out and hopefully it doesn't get jinxed, is a Calgary puck line. Yeah, I think Calgary I think Calgary blows the doors off Dallas tomorrow. Uh, puck line you can get as, uh, yeah. as high as here at Circa, plus 119. Yeah, I think they blow the doors off of Dallas. Okay. Dallas exerted a lot of energy down the stretch just to get there. Had an emotional home win. I mean, just, Calgary's a tough place to play. Calgary's a really good team. I think they jump on on Dallas. I actually think they sweep them, but I definitely think they win by at least two goals in game one. So that's the night. That's the evening affair. We'll have that game uh, on while we'll be uh, sitting here tomorrow night. So Calgary hosting Dallas. Uh, Colorado-Nashville, six and a half total, juice to the over, that's, as is Florida-Washington. Big numbers. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at Washington, or sorry, Florida minus 220 in some spaces. Mm-hmm. Colorado as high as minus $3. Come on, Edmonton. I don't, don't like what we're we're looking at here, Sean. Well, it's still on the right side of the ice. That's the key component. They keep it on this side of the ice because they got an empty net. So I'm just telling you, they just had a really good opportunity. The goalie made an unbelievable save. Right now, I'd go back in game and bet Edmonton again. You would? Nope. Says the guy who couldn't get his bet in. I tried. Yeah, you were sprinting. Down to the, uh, down to the uh, hey, 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 kiosk. Hey. I didn't sign a waiver. Okay. <laughs> you didn't sign a waiver. <laughs> yeah. You should have. Oh man, this is uh. See, this is what happens, Sean. I bet a hockey game. Oh, they still have the puck, Tim. That's what I'm telling you. Yes, they need to get it into the net, and it's not happening right now. This is the best case scenario. And they're getting shots on goal. One of these will deflect. You know what's a better case scenario? The them be up 4-3? Yeah, that would be a better case scenario. You'd be dealing with the same thing on the other end, though. I'd rather have that. I know, right? Jonathan Quick playing like he's 10 years ago. All right. Um, who do you think? I asked this to Eric. Who do you think better themselves the most over the weekend? And you can even say just incrementally. You know, it doesn't have to be a playoff team. Who bettered themselves? Heading, Who is now much better football team? I think it's the Lions. I really do. I think, the Jags, I think the Jags did a great job. The Jags are going to line up next year with Trayvon you Walker, Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd, and Josh Allen. Like, that's a heck of a deal for them. You know, you got your quarterback hopefully last year. I mean. And the Oilers have lost. Yeah. Take everything you have and bet the Oilers in game two. Sean can't get his bet in. <laughs> I Sometimes have proper bankroll management, and I have my app with cash still on it. Hey, listen, you can't. So I fire. You can't win them all. That's what happens. I listen to Puck Stradamus You got here. great CLV in a game where Edmonton was down 2-0. It was tied 3-3. The goalie did something crazy. I don't know. Why, why would he leave the goal like that? On home ice, losing to the Kings. It's the goalie's fault. I had you on the right side. It's your fault. 
course, Huckstradamus can't get in. I make my first hockey bet of the year. See, you, got, you know what? See, you got to pick a side. Because when I come in and I show you my tickets and they be crushing. And then and you, but you don't tell me. And then you're always like, why don't you tell me? And I was like, well, you mush. You're mush when it comes to hockey. So then tonight I tell you I'm not, that I like you the value. You don't understand the, the meaning of mush. All right, back to your Jacksonville. Oh, they got Chad Muma too? Yeah. Man, they got a lot of defensive talent. I like what Jacksonville did. Snoop Connor? You know, when you look at it, I mean, they got a couple question marks Man, they out got there. A, they got a whole new crew of, of linebackers now with Muma, yeah. with uh, with Walker and Lloyd. Man. They're going to be fast. They're going to be athletic. A lot of their success is going to depend on how good the Clemson duo is. If Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne are elite, Jacksonville's stock you should buy. If Trevor is going to just be a talented quarterback and never really turns into a star and ATN is going to be kind of undersized, only a third-down guy as opposed to a three-down back, then, you know, they got some they got some growing pain still coming. But if those two guys from Clemson are ready to play at the level they played at at Clemson and demonstrate that kind of talent, then they got a lot of good pieces. All right, real quickly as we close the show, Scott Seidenberg coming up next. Justin Ross goes undrafted. Yeah. Picked up by the Chiefs. Can he make that roster? Uh, Depends on what Justin Ross is walking around in. Man, I feel awful. You know, I remember when I was the only one in the world that was saying Clemson was a nine-win team this year. That's they, they weren't going. You were right. 11, 12, or whatever people thought. One of the reasons I said with Justin Ross, I mean, that's not like a hamstring. When you're talking about back surgery, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's uncharted waters. So I think he's got the talent. You know, I know when you look at the Trevor Lawrence film, it looks a lot better than when he was getting thrown to by DJ. So <laughs> he's getting an upgraded quarterback. Yeah. I hope for the young man that he makes that roster. Me too. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Thanks to Jeremy Plunk. Thanks to Eric Eager, Puck Daddy, Greg Wyshynski, and Bertrand Berry. Scott Seidenberg up next. Thanks, Oilers. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.